Okay, we are live. All right, chumps, let's do this. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Melanie. And I'm Diana. And we're two queens in a pod. Yes. And um, we're doing another bridge, bridge series. Yeah. Our second East River bridge. And our first uh, driving bridge, car bridge, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Driving a car bridge. Car, they don't drive car bridge. There's well, the trucks no, go over it, too. But, but no not heavy pe- trucks. And no pedestrians and no cyclists. No, no, no allowed. Yeah. Which is why I honestly. That's why do, you don't know about I it. I don't know about this bridge. Like, I was thinking about that. I I've like, heard about know. it. I've heard about it. But I don't think I've ever even gone over this bridge. Like in the car? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. But, all right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get break into it. it down. So starting from the beginning mm. of when it will. We'll, we'll, yeah. Do, well, do you want to go into like the type of bridge and then get into the history a little What's bit? What's the type of bridge? So it's a suspension bridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of went down like a rabbit hole. I'm like, what is a suspension r- bridge? Is it because to- there's like all wires? Yeah. Basically, there's like this counter balance thing occurring with suspension bridges. Like the wires hold up the deck of it and then the towers do energy go in the opposite direction. So it kind of made me nervous. I was like, is this all just hanging? Like, is this just, just hanging? It goes back to LaGuardia Airport. How do planes get in the sky? How I know. Does, how do bridges work? No, I had that moment of just like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. You know? Um, and yeah, I would say most of the New York bridges are suspension bridges. Mm-hmm. But, well, uh, yeah. we'll talk about it in a second who built this bridge. But he built almost like every bridge in Queens. That Mad bridges. Yeah. A lot of bridges. Or was like somewhat a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So the bridge first opened in January 11th, 1961. And it is the newest bridge on the East River currently. Yeah. Um, and it was built to relieve the traffic from the Bronx Whitestone Bridge. We never, nobody calls it the Bronx Whitestone Bridge. They call it the Whitestone Bridge. I was going to say like, do people in the Bronx call it call the, the Bronx, Bronx Bridge? Bridge? And then I people in, in Queens call it the Whitestone Bridge? Did you ask your boyfriend? He's from the Bronx. No. I'm pretty sure he know. calls it the Whitestone though. I don't know anyone who calls it the Bronx Bridge. Right? No, I don't. So, all right. That's a, yeah. Let us know. What do you call it? Yeah. Um, let us know. But the Whitestone Bridge is only about two miles away from where the Throgsneck Bridge is located. Yeah. And growing up, you could definitely, that was like your, we always go through through the Whitestone Bridge. Like we're closer to the Whitestone Bridge mm-hmm. and it would always be like, oh, if that's backed up, which it always is backed up. There's <laughs> never a time it's not. Uh-huh. Um, you would go use the Throgsneck Bridge. So Got it is it. what it is. It's a secondary bridge to get to the Bronx. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with your list, it made me, I want to list off every bridge that goes down the East River like real quick. You ready? Okay. Okay. So it's Throgsneck, uh, the Whitestone Bridge, the Rikers Island Bridge, the Hellgate Bridge, then the Triborough Bridge, the Roosevelt Island Bridge, the Queensboro Bridge, the Williamsburg Bridge, the Manhattan Bridge, and then the Brooklyn Bridge. Ooh, has anyone ever gone over all the bridges in one day? Bridge tour. You would probably have to be a correctionals officer. To go <laughs> oh, to go to right. <laughs> wait, you can't like. Oh, you have to take a bus to visit, right? Yeah, like, so you can't just like roll in there on a car. Right, right. I mean, you'd have to be a visitor. Yeah, you can take like a, a bus. We'll take the bus. The I don't want to do that. Okay, no, I don't want to be there. Let's bring it back. I know I went there, but yes, it's a secondary bridge. It was made to, like, help out with all the crazy traffic that happened. Right. And the thoughts of building this second bridge started in 1930s after World War II Mm -hmm. because there was just a lot more traffic flow, you know, everything relating to that. Yes. Um, But at the time, not a lot of the highways were connected. So it would be too much work to build a bridge, to connect it to a highway, all of that. So they kind of... And 
Do you know who whose kind of idea this bridge was? Uh, I know. I already know. Robert, Robbie. I kind of wanted like an alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow, (laughs) wow. Robert Moses. Robert Moses. Well, he also had the thought of dropping the G in Throg's Neck because Throg's Neck is technically spelled T-H-O-G-G. Yes. And he was like, nah, that's too long. Let's drop the G. And (laughs) that made a difference. And you know what that made me think of? Like, you know, when people came in on Ellis Island, like I know when my irish norwegian side came yeah. in well actually it was my norwegian side came in to Ellis island they would like tell you what their last name was yeah so like robert moses <laughs> seems like that kind of guy yeah he's kind of like no 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 that's too hard to say we're dropping the g you know mm-hmm. but um also like kind of bringing home this idea of, of controversy surrounding robert moses is kind of veils it a little bit more and i don't know if i'm jumping out of the order you were trying to go on but like mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy leading up to even the construction of the build, of the bridge because, because they didn't know where they wanted to put it and all the families were going right. to be located. Like it happened, like families yeah, yeah. and homes mm-hmm. were displaced because where they wanted to build the roads leading up to the bridge, like it was like, yeah, your house, these 400 houses are in the way, like yeah, find we'll a new house. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like, I think that's why there was a lot of controversy around the building of this bridge. There was a lot of controversy, and maybe we'll get into it, but there's like a lot of stuff that happens on this bridge. Oh, yeah. Like the opening day. Yeah. And yeah. S- like, so starting with that, like not the opening day, but what you were talking about with the relocation. Uh-huh. So they couldn't really decide on where they wanted to put it. And this is nothing to do with the Bronx side. It was all the Queen side. There was a lot of families where they wanted to put um, the bridge. And they kept going around and like they, it was first 800 people they were going to get relocated right and they were like all right well we're only doing 400 like 400 (laughs) is like not a large number right and they wanted people to be happy like well at least we're not getting getting rid of 800 houses we're only getting rid of 400 houses but then even think of out of those 400 they probably went from having like a very quiet like quaint Mm -hmm. like area living in and now there's you know, a major... I couldn't... I also couldn't read what they... I was trying to research, like, what did they give these families to move? I know. Probably nothing. Probably not a lot, I don't know. I mean, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, did they give them some sort of, like, money? or something? Something tells me they didn't give them much, because on January 11th, on opening day of the... I don't think you call a bridge opening day, but the celebration (laughs) of it, (laughs) there was all uh, mad people, like, people whose homes were displaced, Mm -hmm. They rolled up and had a protest. And it was mostly women. Mostly women. Mm-hmm. And they attempted to... Um, block, block all the cars. Right. So they walked from Queens towards the Bronx. And, you know, the people thinking like, oh, we're going to be the first people to drive yeah, over the bridge. We're completely blocked for a little like, bit. Yeah. Swerving all the women. Well, like, there's probably just... a little bit of like gridlock and then a standstill. And then I don't know how they figured it out. But once they did open the way, and this made me think like, damn, a lot of people did need this... Um, this bridge, and it reminded me of the amount of people who went to go see the um, the planes land at LaGuardia. Yeah, yeah. Over tw- 20,000 cars went over that right. bridge in like the first couple hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, 400 homes displaced. Two th- I mean, it's so hard because it's lesser, like... Yeah, what's the lesser of two evils, I guess, um, or... I um, but okay, so bringing it even before they opened, so how it became to be was in January of 1955, there was the Port Authority Joint Study at Ardertal Facilities, and this was a $600 million plan to improve highway access across the entire New York City area. Yeah. So 
in today's world, that would cost about $5.5 billion. Damn. Um, and this included connecting the highways, creating that second story of the George Washington Bridge, if you mm-hmm. want to call it second story. And the Verrazano. And the Verrazano yeah. and the Dog's Neck. So that's where we are now yeah. leading up to it. And then did you read that during the creation of the bridge, um, during the 1960s early, there was like a race for it to get completed so that it would be in time for the World's Fair. And that was on opening. There was like a World's Fair related thing. Um, after the after they got through the protest, uh-huh. everyone went to the World's Fair to How, see like. Well, if it was open in 1961, wouldn't that not be the World's Fair? It said people went to an opening of an attraction. So I don't know if like leading up to 64. Yeah. Oh, they that they built. They they slowly opened up a track i don't know there was something going on there well i was just thinking like as we talk about all these places you'll see the one big connecting factor is the world's fair and it's just how predominant that was for the creation of all these things in queens you know like everything yeah. was surrounding how it inspired all this. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah and just, just real quick going back to your point about like this race to getting it done there was did you hear about the this um the steel workers strike that happened yeah so there was a little bit of strike and that kind of like freaked people out like are we gonna make it in time like are we gonna build it but i think they built it with they were happy with the amount of time it took yeah um, we'll get to a little bit more controversy with the steel work in a bit but who is the designer who is the instruction engineer all right so sorry if i butcher your name sir i made you do it so i didn't othmar <laughs> aman Mm-hmm. And he also designed the George Washington Bridge, Whitestone Bridge, Verrazano, and the, the Triborough. They called the Triborough. If you, the, we're having this discussion where and the Lincoln where, Tunnel. Sorry, keep going. Well, all those bridges look very similar. If you ever see them, they do look very similar. Yeah. So, like to the creation of it, they're all suspension bridges. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And I call the Triborough Bridge the RFK Bridge, and I call it the Triborough. And I think the reason you call it Triborough is because you're not a driver. If yeah. you're a driver, it's always in your face on the GPS, uh, in the sign. So I'm always like, oh, that's RFK. Like, I won't call it Triborough if my GPS is telling me to go yeah. over RFK. No, you're right. And also, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm I'm a baby boomer, like, trapped in a millennial body. Like, mm-hmm. some of the terms I use are just very, very, like, outdated. <laughs> but I think that that's, like, the main reason that I call it the RFK is because it's, like, in my face. Yeah, and all the signs. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily reading the signs when I'm, like, in someone's car. I'm like, we're on the Triborough. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, another fun fact that I found was that it is home to, um, I'm going to butcher this name, Wait, the what's Falcons. Wait, the, what's home to the Falcons? The bridges, the Throg's Neck Bridge. They're, they, oh, there's Falcons on yes. the bridge? So it's like called the Peregrine Falcons or Peregrine Falcons. Oh, I may have heard of And anyway, so they live on the top of the structure since like the 1980s. Um, they think because the high structure reminds them of like the high cliffs that they usually live on. And they're not only the fastest birds, but they're the fastest animal in the world. And they reach up to 200 miles per hour. I thought cheetahs were the fastest. Nope, these birds are. Damn. Yeah, there's some speed demons living on top of well, the Well, are birds nest. the same? Yeah, well, they're animals, right? But they're not mammals. Are birds mammals? No, they're not. Birds but are, are cheetahs birds. mammals? Yes. Why? What's the difference between a mammal and a bird? A mammal gives birth to its child and a bird lays Hatches? an egg. <laughs> That's why you're a teacher. I try. I try to keep it simple, you know? So maybe a cheetah is the fastest mammal? I believe that. Okay. Okay. 
Anyway. <laughs> Regardless, these falcons are fast. Yeah, they're fast. Like... <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to say about the... Oh, something cool. Uh, Othmar Aman, the, mm-hmm. the dude who um, designed it. He was actually part of the Hellgate Bridge team. Oh, nice. He wasn't the actual designer, but he worked under Gustav Lindenthal. Um, and so it's kind of interesting. Like you see someone. Like that was his mentor? Yeah, that's a, yeah. Oh. It was like his mentor. And so it's kind of like a bridge's all apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He was he was under his wing. Like yeah. the Falcons. All right. I was <laughs> Anyway, no, yeah. I wanted to talk about, there was an interesting story about the the person who was named after Throg's Neck. Right. So just to clarify, yeah. the bridge connects, connects Bay Terrace, Queens, mm-hmm. to the Throg's Neck, 2G's neighborhood of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And that's who it's named after, the Throg's Neck dude. And it's an interesting story because his name is John uh, Truckmorton. But like Throckmorton, Throckmorton. Yeah. But how do you get Throck? You got Throck's neck from Throck. I guess. And what so. about his neck? Like, was there something wrong with his neck? Like, why would you call it Throck's neck? So I think sometimes like the neck of a of a of a river, oh, okay. or like mm-hmm. it's like the cut, like the neck. I think. Okay, that sounds right. We'll but I don't know that. where the G's came from. <laughs> Me neither. But he was so he was a settler from England that moved to New Netherland, which is like the like og takeover like before the 13 colonies right yeah like during see this is what this is like me a bit this like, is like the amsterdam the founding fathers this is around when the dutch were here yeah this is the dutch yeah this, yeah, is, this is, is yes exactly this is a dutch time when like not just dutch was taking over but i guess the netherlands too yeah, yeah. so this is so new netherland is like all the east coast like think northeast like that's yeah. where this land was yes um and and it was called the New Netherlands right. had a name for it, and in English, it's like land of peace, apparently. Yeah, well, there was anything but peace. No, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the reason he ended up in the land that is Throg's Neck now is because he was previously somewhere else, like, I think he was like in Massachusetts or something. Yeah, and he purchased it. Yeah. But he purchased something that really wasn't Wait, you're, you're, you mean he purchased the Throg's Neck? Yeah. Okay, I'm talking about pre-Throg's Neck. Oh, the reason oh, oh. that he moved here was because he was affected by the Keefe's War, which is really interesting. So I hope I'm saying this right. Keefe's War was from 1643 to 1645. And we love to like give the Native Americans the story that they, you know, deserve. So um, this was also known as the Wappinger Wappinger War. Mm -hmm. So it was a conflict between the Colin colonial providence of new netherland and it and it was also against the wappinger and the um i say lenin people what how do you say their names lenape lenape uh native americans so there was a director and general of new Netherland called william keeft and he ordered an attack without any approval and it was actually against the colonists like wishes for him to attack the Native Americans, okay. but he did anyway. And this was over in Massachusetts. This was in okay. like, yeah, well, like the Northeast. I Got don't know it. if it was Massachusetts. What, what is present day-ish? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And In their land, it was in there. Right. Okay, got it. In and the then Lenape the was the people who they attacked. Yeah. And it kind of- And they weren't supposed uni- to. Right. And it kind of unified the Lenape and the Algonquin tribes because uh-huh. they weren't friends. Like those tribes uh-huh. weren't like, just because they're Native American doesn't mean they're friends. I mean, right. we talked about this before. Yeah. But it unified them against the colonists. So right. then that was this war was 
all of these Native American tribes fighting the colonists. Right. And it actually sent, like, it sent the Throgsneck guy to the Bronx, technically, because they kind of were winning. Right. And interestingly enough, though, that didn't work out for him either because he purchased land from... He purchased that land, but that land was of the the Matinecock tribe. Mm -hmm. Like, that was their land. So... Basically, John Throckmorton purchased land that was another Native American tribes. Right. And then he got kicked out of there, too. Like, I don't like to say that they're purchasing these lands because it was never belonged to them. No. They took them. No, like. Let's be real. That's the (laughs) other thing, too. Like, so I went to the the Museum of the American Indian over around, like, Bowery on the southern tip of Manhattan. And... There's like a whole exhibit that basically says like there was just a complete misunderstanding because the European concept of land and ownership was like completely different than the Native American land ownership. Because it was ownership. like monopolized? Like well, like yeah, mon- like, Not monopolized, you know, monetized, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, and it was just like, this is mine. And this is, whereas like, like the Native... my deed, and yeah. Right, whereas like the Native American concept was like, well, this land is ours and we take care of it and we, you know what I mean? Like, but then all of a sudden they quote unquote sold it and then they started like putting up fences and saying, you can't come here. And, yeah. they, and the Native American was like, whoa, 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 pause. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how we live. Like, you know what I mean? And... It was, yeah, it was taken. It really was taken. You know, there was that, that agreement wasn't uh, reached. And so, like, in some ways, I find it odd that the Throgsneck is even named after the loser of I, all of I this. I was thinking the same lost. way. I think we need to rethink all of these names. Yeah, Especially I think... the Robert Moses Bri- uh, Beach, <laughs> who was named after. <laughs> I was after. like, there's a Robert Moses Bridge? <laughs> no, like, I think Beach. the Throgsneck Bridge... After. <laughs> I think the Throgsneck Bridge should be named after the Matinecock tribe for, for, for defending their land yeah, and kicking so and kicking Throckmorton out of here. Let's, uh, let's start a petition. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is what I mean. Like, people think, like... Oh, like, what are we supposed to do? It's like this. Like, this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's pay respect to things that we took. Right, yeah. But I did go down a little bit um, of a rabbit hole, just a very slight one, about people. Because, like, Throckmorton was basically a descendant of British royalty. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my thing, because I-, I was reading about him, too. And this is just anything in, in the past. He, you know, there was no, like, pictures or anything. So why can't you just claim to be this person? Because they kind of, like, lost where he was for a little bit oh, in history. Like, they were like, is this, like, was this really him? Did he come over on the boat? Like, stuff like Some that. question marks, yeah. And I'm just like, what would what would you just be being like, yes, in, you know, in England, I was so-and-so. True. That's true. Yeah, like, like you no could just take, you could easily steal identities yeah. at that age. You know what I mean? You didn't have, like, the holographic You didn't have ID. the social security You didn't have the passport. <laughs> that's why they have all this stuff you know uh-huh. but um yeah so he basically came from british royalty another thing like we've kept a lot of our british names like why do we have to keep all these british names like change it up yeah anyways anyways let's go on but i don't want to go down i don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole on that but any guesses as to who is related to who we believe to be throckmorton is it prince harry 
No, think about a later, like who is who lived after. I mean, it would be really hard to guess, but okay. Then why would you make me guess? I don't know. I just my <laughs> you thing. You think I know a lot of English history? <laughs> it's my thing. So there's people who were born after Throckmorton that are related to him, right? Okay. And those people are Susan B. Anthony. Ooh, she's a good one though. Yeah, okay. you know, if y'all don't know, human rights activist, social reformer, huge. Um, huge woman in the uh, women's suffrage movement. She was anti-slavery advocate. And then, guess who else is related to Throckmorton? I already told you I don't know. Marilyn Monroe. Wow. So does that mean Susan B. Anthony and Marilyn Monroe are related? Maybe they're distant cousins. Yeah. And I don't know, like, on the spectrum of the women's rights movement, like, <laughs> where does Susan B. Anthony and Marilyn Monroe, like, fall? You know what? You can't judge a woman for anything, okay? We, are, we, don't, we don't pin women against your people on this podcast, all right? But I could also imagine Susan B. Anthony being like, where did my eighth cousin twice removed go wrong? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I guess she's a female power in a different way. Yeah, people burn bras. Marilyn Monroe didn't wear bras. Like, right. Nassau. Yeah. I don't know if she didn't wear bras. <laughs> I think she did. The, the like style the was different. Right? Yeah, she liked The bra weird. style back then was already, like, pointy. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Anything, any other... So I have a funny story about the Throgsneck Bridge, though. Okay. So if anyone who is, is a driver in Queens knows that if you're traveling on the Clearview, there's only one exit to get off if you wanted to not get on the bridge. Like, if you're driving on the Clearview, it Mm -hmm. turns into the Throgsneck Bridge. Okay. And my friend, she was not paying attention and went over the bridge and then came back, you know, like, we were in the car. And I'm like, oh, you got to get off. And she couldn't get off in time because, like, it's a very quick exit. And then she went over the bridge. We came back around all, you know, did the whole loop-de-loop. You paid six fifty five. Not just one time, a second time she missed the exit. And we went over the bridge. Are you I'm like, kidding? you know how expensive that trip was for us. <laughs> you just spent like forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> crossing bridges back and forth. <laughs> but I always thought that was really funny. <laughs> oh man. I mean, other other debacles that I heard of on on this bridge in 1995, a truck crashed into a toll booth and then, and then the next day crashed again crashed into so there's this like repetitive energy mm-hmm. of the throg's neck i guess another thing in 2009 there was a construction worker who was like working on the on the bridge and he had a blowtorch and it caused a fire and they had to like do you remember that in 2009 there had to be a whole redirection I, I don't know if you were going to mention this but in 2012 um, a yeah. union painter was painting the bridge and unfortunately his harness wasn't on correctly or, <gasps> oh, and he no. fell into the water and passed away. Jesus. But they didn't even find him. All they found was like a hard hat. Like they, like I guess the currents took him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of like crazy stuff happened on that bridge. Yeah. It's because they don't let pedestrians and cyclists I on know, there. I know. That's why. You got to let us on there. We <laughs> calm things down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I guess. But yeah, I mean... That's really all I had about the throg's neck. Yeah, and just my friend that kept going over it. I know. She's I probably still there. Just circling <laughs> around. Circling around. That's like $1 million her racking up for a toll booth. Um, City of New York loves her. They're like, yes, she's on. That means she's going to be here four more And now they time. don't even have toll booths. They just have um, just sensors. So yeah, like, like most, right? Right. So yeah. imagine like... Back then, like a toll booth person probably just saw her car going back and forth. It was like, what the hell like, is what? this girl I was like the eighth time I've seen you. That's crazy. Oh, I have a funny story about tolls, though, uh-huh. that 
So if you're an easy pass holder, you have a couple of significant, a little significant amount less that you pay. This is a pretty, right? It's, it's cheaper. Like it's like three dollars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like breaking the bank. Right. I mean, you're still paying like. But $7. it adds up if you go four times in a row. <laughs> you true. save yourself twelve bucks. <laughs> but I used to have a. a There's a person I know, and they loved paying cash. Like they were like, I like the interaction I have with the toll booth person. I was like. Who would say that? I just want to get in and get out of here, you know? Like, <laughs> reminds me of, like, Big Daddy. He, like, loved his job. Remember? Who? Adam Sandler played the Big Daddy. He's a toll booth guy. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know what I remember toll watching? Toll thing in the past now. Like, you don't, I know. You don't talk to toll booth people anymore. I just have memories, though, of feeling really anxious about people, like, really leaning over and making and sure they get it in. And you have to go quick. Like, you ha- like, you're always, like, on a, a, the time crunch for the yeah. person behind you. Yeah. And then if you drop money... Like, if you missed it, that just seems very, like, I think they they did the right thing getting rid of those toll booths. Yeah, cost them a lot of jobs, though. But think about those people. Think about Adam Sandler. Damn. He lost the best job he ever had. Damn. Anyway. Uh, Well, I don't know. Maybe there's, like, tech stuff. When one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. And when one bridge gets created. Hopefully the other bridge stays up. Oh, there's just more bridges. <laughs> and then we just have a lot more bridges. Right. Or when um, some one bridge is built, 400 homes get relocated. And that concludes <laughs> our second bridge of Queens. There's yeah. only two more, right? Of Queens? There's the Queensboro, and then there's the RFK slash Triborough. And then there's a Whitestone. Oh, and the Whitestone. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to go Queens. into the Roosevelt Island Bridge or the Record That is Island not Bridge. a part of Queens. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The Roosevelt Island Bridge connects. Oh, the baby Queens bridge oh, to wow. Roosevelt yeah. Island. It's a baby bridge. You yeah. walk over it. That'd be a baby bridge. You'd be a baby. You <laughs> like half a bridge. I should like a point five. I should put on this. Yeah, yeah. But we'll keep them coming. Oh no, no. There's also the Kosciuszko. It goes for Queens of Brooklyn. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> Wow, that, that was a long pause. Because I always forget that. Because that's like not a bridge. It doesn't go over water. It's called the Kosciuszko Bridge. I know, bridge. but it doesn't go over water. Does I'm a over water or nothing water? kind of. It goes over the graveyard. Does it? I think so. Anyways. Yeah. We'll come we'll out you more stuff. Why, like, why wouldn't it just be a highway? We'll debate this. Okay, anyway. When we yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the yeah, Kosciuszko Bridge. Getting too into it. I'm getting too heated right now. <laughs> All right, till next time, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, bye, everyone.